Well, today's question comes straight off of Instagram from our listener, Chris Barry Muel, that is coming at us from Australia. Chris, thanks for listening. He says, we rated the game 60% to 40% mental to physical on our third episode. And how do we prepare for the mental side of golf? Golf is not that hard. Well, it doesn't have to be. That's why we cut through all the highbrow golf BS to give you what you really need to know to enjoy the golfing experience. I'm Doug Smith. And I'm Cheyenne Woods. And together we have over 50 years experience playing the game of golf at every level. Every week we'll break down a new topic in 10 minutes or less, answering some of the most popular questions in golf today. You're welcome. So I'm going to start right here. Just jump right into it, Cheyenne. I myself have struggled with the mental side of golf. I think golf is extremely difficult and I have a temper. I like to throw stuff and get angry. (laughs) Oh, Um, dear. And through that end, no, I actually found that speaking with a performance coach or a sports psychologist really helped me to elevate my game. Do you have any experience with sports psychologists or performance coaches to help you in your golf? So I feel like the mental side of golf is one of the greatest mysteries of the sport. We all know that it makes a huge difference in how you perform and how you play and how you feel on the golf course, but nobody really knows how to master it. So I've definitely read books. I've gone to see sports psychologists. Everyone has different issues on the golf course. And so once you can dial in what your issue is, you can find tools in order to tackle them. And that's what I've always worked on because, you know, it's stressful out there. If you play this game and you care about your results, you're going to get angry from time to time, right? It's just... This is a fact. For me, being able to understand that every player hits a good shot, but only good players can recover, little devices like that help me a lot. So my sports psychologist when I played golf at the University of Louisville was, was Dennis Sprague. He helped me to identify that if you play the game of golf, you're going to hit a bad shot. But I love that. That's the only time that you get to prove to people how good you actually are. That was his point. That was exciting to me back when I was in college was, okay, I just messed up. I just hit the worst shot in the history of golf. But now I'm about to show you what's cracked. I think the best realization that any golfer can have is that we are not perfect. Even the best players in the world are not perfect. We've seen the best players in the world on TV shanking it, duffing chips, three putting, four putting, five putting. So Joe Schmo at the course down the street should not expect to, again, then be perfect. But like you said, any missed shot, or bad shot is a great opportunity for a recovery. And if you can have that mentality of just being excited to to surprise yourself with some recovery shots, that's a really special part of the game. So even that little bit of change in your mindset can make a huge difference in your game of how you can get over a bad shot and then refocus for the next. You know, I was talking to a friend, a really good golf coach in the industry. He made the statement once that one of the biggest mental issues with golfers of all levels is that they think they're better than they are. And if you would acknowledge your talent level, that you would be a lot less stressed, right? If you're a 14 handicap, but you think that you're a two, you're going to have a lot of frustration on the golf course. Do you remember any of the books that you read that you felt were helpful? I've read a few by Bob Rotella, who's a world-renowned sports psychologist of all athletes, but he has some really great golf books that are easy reads. I listened to one on an audio book called The Unstoppable Golfer, and it's specifically about short game, which I needed help on and I'm sure a lot of people need help with. There's so many mental podcasts out there, audiobooks or YouTube videos where you can pick up some great tips for free. I want to touch back to something you just said because yeah, there is so much golf information. There's a lot of information, there's golf jargon. Okay, so 
as you go out and you're looking at all this golf jargon surrounding the mental side and golf instruction as a whole, be careful of what you bring in because there's so much and some things just don't match. Like you can really find yourself confused by all of the information. So I am going to tell you what has worked for me because I have been in that rabbit. And I don't know if you've ever been in that rabbit hole, but it is a horrible place to recover from, Shot. It's a scary place. I don't know if you've read Be a Player from Vision 54, uh, Pia Nelson. Yeah. I enjoy that book. That book is fantastic. It's it's a different book. I, I didn't feel like they talked at me in that book. I felt like I had some practical, I had exercises to take to the course t- to practice yes. certain things to see what worked and what didn't work. And then I could keep what I like or keep what made me successful and discard the stuff that didn't. And yes. things about like pace of play and different things to think about that I had never even contemplated before to think on the golf course. And George Mumford wrote a book called The Mindful Athlete that I found to be a fantastic book for all athletes and especially golfers. Um, The book is just really how to be mindful and what is mindfulness. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. Everybody, I challenge you to go out and and get that book. It's a great read. But what helped me the most, Cheyenne, and, and I want you to touch on this, golfers at high levels I know do this, visualizing where I wanted my ball to start, how I wanted my ball to fly what window the ball should come out as it relates to high, medium, or low. Going through that exercise for every single shot, I felt made me a mentally sharper golfer when I was playing full-time. Definitely. And it's funny that you mentioned that because my caddy and I, the last few weeks, noticed that when I'm in a particular situation on the golf course, I really zero in with my focus a lot more than middle of the fairway, 120 yards, no wind, pins in the middle. Those are just the everyday shots that we kind of take for granted. And they're just, you you take them a little bit too nonchalantly. Whereas put you under the trees with a seven iron, you got to cut it a little bit. You're going to really focus in on the, on your target, on the number, and exactly how you want the ball to look. So in experiencing that on the course, I realized I need to take that focus into every single one of my shots. And like you said, it is exhausting. You mentioned Vision 54. They have some great tools for in-between shots because it is exhausting to be mentally stimulating your mind for that long. Yeah. And people think that you're, you have to be focused for four hours. That's not how it works. It's not. No, that would be impossible. I think we'd all be crazy. So you, you definitely have to have those tools in-between shots. And it's as simple as Focusing on your breathing, listening to the birds and the trees and the wind, feeling the grass as you walk to your next shot. So those little mental tricks, they they might sound silly to some people, but they actually work. And especially if you have playing partners or a caddy, talk to them about something outside of golf and get your brain totally away from the exhaustion that sometimes the golf game brings. So for the beginners out there, here are three things that you can do to sharpen up your mental golf game. My first tip, have a pre-shot routine. The pre-shot routine is a time before your shot to get you ready to hit the shot, to get you to visualize what you think this shot should do, and rehearse the feels that you want to take through that actual golf swing. Mine would be what we had mentioned about visualization and being very specific with what you want your shot to look like. This can be a part of your routine as you're standing behind the ball or as you're over the ball and you're seeing exactly what you want your ball to do, how it's flying, bouncing, rolling into the hole. Be very specific. It makes a huge difference in the confidence and the feel that you're going to have for that specific shot. And I think number three, I'll take it 
focus in golf, I equate to being like the tide. And I'm taking this directly from Pia Nelson. So shout out to Pia Nelson. But she says that your focus should be like the tide, meaning it will come in and rescind. Okay, so when you hit a shot, that's your time to be zoomed in and focused on what you're trying to accomplish. When you've made contact, that's the time that the tide goes back out and the tide won't come back in until you're ready to hit your next shot. So between golf shots, think about whatever you want. You don't have to worry about golf or where it went, because guess what? If the ball went on the green or in the water, either way, you have to deal with the shot and play the next shot. Doug, you also mentioned... Our reader had asked about meditation, and that's another tool that I believe is so huge and so important for any athlete, but especially golfers. For me, it's really helped even before my round, during my round. When I get nervous or I have an important putt or whatever it may be, I'll be on the golf course and I'll do mini meditations where I close my eyes for 30 seconds, focus on my breathing, totally clear my mind, because we all know how stressful it might get or how many thoughts start to cloud your mind about the shot you have in front of you. So if you can take 20 to 30 seconds of just closing your eyes, taking some deep breaths, totally clear out your mind, it really opens up your skill and your ability, I think, to approach the next shot. That's fantastic. That's really good advice. Why, thank you. It's hard at first. If you're able to hear your thoughts that's not you. That's not true. It's not real. You know, I'm over the ball. I always slice it. Don't hit it in the water. Step away. That's not you. Clear your mind and approach it with a a very clear, confident mindset. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. We are Birdies Not BS on Twitter and Instagram or Doug, where else can they find us? At birdiesnotbs.com. 